I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Oh, hey there, everybody. Uh, Jeremy here of Sick Boy Podcast. And uh, guess what? Got some really exciting news. Well, first of all, this week's episode, it's one of my favorites. We sit down with my friend, Frazier. Uh, he's such a charmer. He's such a sweetheart. And actually learned a buttload about um, how varicose veins are actually super shitty. Um, he's got one of the craziest stories I think I've ever heard on the podcast. And I think you'll all fall as deeply in love with him as, uh, the three of us did because holy smoly, he's a, he's a charmer, right? Taylor. Yes. All right. So, uh, got some really exciting news, everybody. Uh, sick boy is coming to town. Uh, depending on which town you live in, we are, uh, we're doing live shows, uh, across the country over the next couple of months and I've got some live show dates. So the first date is, uh, Monday, September 24th. We are doing a live show at Algonquin college in Ottawa, Canada. That is the capital of our nation. The tickets are on sale, so you can uh, go get those tickets, snag them up. Uh, it's going to be a really great show. The next uh, show is going to be September 26th, just a couple days later, in Toronto, Ontario. Uh, We're going to be doing a show at Movember House. This will be our third live show at the Movember House. We love everyone at the Movember Foundation. They're amazing. Uh, They've got a sweet setup in Toronto. Uh, Tickets are, if you're listening to this, tickets are going on sale today, Monday, uh, September 17th. At 10 a.m. Eastern Time. So that's 10 a.m. Toronto Time. Tickets will go on sale. We're, it's a really small venue, um, and we're, the, that show will be sold out probably by the end of this sentence right now. So if you didn't get your tickets just then, you just missed out. We're sorry. Uh, uh, it's now probably sold out. Sorry about that. Okay, and then the next one is uh, it's a little bit further away, November 1st. Uh, we are doing a live show at SATE. That is a really cool uh, college in Calgary. And that is November 1st. It's Thursday. And those tickets are on sale as well. If you would like to purchase tickets or find any information on that, you can go to sickboypodcast.com slash shows or check out our Instagram, check out our Facebook, and you can find all that shit there. Cannot wait to see all of you in uh, some of those cities. And hey, listen, keep your ears posted, keep your eyes peeled, keep your nose stretched wide. Uh, We are also going to be doing live shows in Victoria and Vancouver, but uh, those tickets have not gone up yet, so just stay tuned. All right, that's enough out of me. Hope you enjoy this week's episode. We love y'all. See you on the other side. Struck a match and pulled the bell 
Ran the streets I know so well Possessed by what I don't quite know It's just a line to tell and show Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. This week's guest is Fraser. He has cellulitis, chronic edema, and a venous insufficiency. Let's talk about it. Baby, that's nice. You like that? I, li- I do. That's beautiful. Uh, thanks. I wrote that and sang that. That was me. Wow, Jeremy. Yeah, that's uh, incredible. This week's epi- episode of Sick Boy is just uh, a tribute to Jeremy's new music career. <laughs> that's right. Wow. Yeah, guys, oh, I've wow. quit. I've quit Sick Boy. <laughs> no, that was uh, that was our friend here, Fraser. Well, that was your voice. It was my voice. And your band. Raccoon Bandit. Raccoon Bandit. From Charlottetown, PEI. Fuck, fucking Charlottetown, bud. You know, I, I, can, I can hear <laughs> so much PEI in, in that music. Can you? I really can. People tell me that, and mm. I'm always curious, what uh, what's the PEI sound? Uh, Good I, music. I don't, that's, that's I that don't sound. quite know. It's, uh, PEI has, I think, it, 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 it's to me, it's unique in that... It feels like every Islander is is a musician, right? It's like the mo- I feel like it's the most densely mus- musicianly populated area in Canada for some for some reason. There's so much, so many people play music yeah. there. Well, it's got a really uh, long tradition, like the rest of the maritime provinces, of uh, you know Celtic music and like kitchen parties and yeah. upright pianos in you know the living room that everybody mm-hmm. grew up singing Christmas carols too. But then it also had really great high school band programs and like elementary band programs. And, that, that, I bet you that know, has a lot to do with it because yeah. there's not a lot of schools on PEI. No. You no. know, like there's, like there's not, <laughs> I didn't mean that as in like. Like not very many people. There's only, there's only a lucky there. few that get to school on PEI. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's the two. You're in the 1% <laughs> if you've gone to school on Prince Edward Island. There's yeah. the beach school and the town school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the island's just so small. There's like, you know, there can't be that many schools. So it's like if, if each school has just a killer music program, everyone's just coming out, you know, yeah. doing the music. And then Charlottetown's always had a really great music industry association with yeah. music PEI and like, you know, now a couple decades worth of like bands and dude bands mm-hmm. and, you know, now girls playing in bands and it's, uh, it's, you know, enough bands have broken out and like had a bit of national and international success yeah. that, that really inspires. Yeah. And- so, okay. So, uh, that wasn't our normal theme song. Mm-hmm. That was a song from Raccoon Bandit. What's the name of the song? The song is called Twist in the Wind. And Twist in the Wind was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, written, uh, uh, based on a story that has something to do with uh, basically what you're here to talk about today. Yeah. You're yeah. on Sick Boy, which is not a music podcast. It's a podcast about talking about what it's like to be <laughs> <Wait>. sick. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, what, uh, why don't you tell us what, what you're here to talk about? Fill the guys in because I don't think yeah, that they yeah, know. Yeah. Dude, yeah, no clue. <laughs> uh, no, and, and, and first of all, uh, thanks for having me and this is awesome and I'm just sitting here drinking an old-fashioned and uh, mm. shooting the shit. Um, Some of that JP Wisers, what's up? And I'm drinking kombucha, so if it sounds like there's somebody kind of like low-level burping pretty much the entire show, that's me. Not post-production. Just so we're all... That's disgusting. So we're all aware. So, so yeah, I have a condition called uh, chronic venous insufficiency. Oh, 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Blowing up over here. That, that was actually the yeah. sound of my brain lighting up, realizing what it is that you have. Is that like Venus? <laughs> is this constantly in retrograde for you? <laughs> and you just like, so there's just, there's just a Venus uh, deficiency and you just, you're just not getting enough of that. That planet's yeah. energy? Or? Yeah. Everything's yeah. just out of alignment always. It's a yeah. tidal thing. I think it's got something. <laughs> you don't want to, guys, come on. We don't want to offend those astrologers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get a little bit of heat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you can't please everyone. So. Nope, no, no, you can't. No, especially not on the bowels of the internet. No. <laughs> no. So, so what, is, what does that mean? So yeah, chronic venous insufficiency basically means um, you've heard of varicose veins or spider veins. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that is all to do with um, uh, basically leaky valves in your legs and um, you basically blood flow doesn't return to your heart um, like it should and tends to be slow and sluggish and pools in areas of your body. Um, so I get that in my legs and I get really swollen thighs and ankles, um, which is also called edema. Oh, that does not sound I've heard good. of edema. Yeah. That's a familiar term. Yeah. I don't really know much anything about it, actually. I've just heard the word. But also Sorry. a way less cooler term than uh, than chronic venous, in, venous insufficiency. Yes, yeah, chronic totally. venous, venous deficiency. Venous? Venous. Venous. So edema right. is the swelling of limbs? Uh, or Yeah, like the, swe- the swelling, uh, usually lymphs. Um, like some women get it post-pregnancy. Um, some people get it post-cancer in like their arms or other parts of their body. Um, it's also really common um, in seniors who tend to have um, um, you know leaky valves mm. and leaky veins in their legs. So you're like an old pregnant woman. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's really great. Whoa, was that? <laughs> Is there a lot of? Old- I'm getting a bad look from Bri over there. Was that like? Did I just step over the line? <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of old pregnant women. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dude, I just don't want to offend anybody. Hey, okay, let's <laughs> drop that. Honestly. Let's drop that. We look. Look, I, I genuinely feel that way. I'm not like I'm not like putting that on. I you know why you feel that way though, Brian? Because for the last couple of days, there's been a lot of people who have who have been offended by some things that happen on this show. And when this episode comes out, it's going to be weeks ago. This happened. And look, you can't fucking please everyone. No, nope. you can't, especially in today's day and age. But I'm a trier. Uh, and I'll try. You, you know what? Try not to offend people, Brian, and that's great. I will. But no, I, I will. We, yeah, I will try not we to. We also are trying to do our best. So, Frazier, what's it like to be an old pregnant lady? Go ahead. <laughs> wow. Well, um, <laughs> in, all, in all seriousness, you get, so you, you, the, the blood goes, now, if you know that this process, basically, you're, you, you've got the blood that's in your body. Yeah. So, and it's constantly being uh, taken to your heart where it's then oxygenated, <laughs> then goes out to your limbs yeah. and then returns, delivers the oxygen, returns back to your heart to like pick up some more oxygen and yeah. deliver it to your muscles. And clean itself of bacteria and, right. and all the sorts of things. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. So you're, and so the shit that's going down to your legs, is it, is it just your legs and it's not yeah, it's not absolutely. doing that round trip exactly um some of it is but a lot of it isn't because um the 
the veins in my legs uh, tend to leak into um, <clears throat> sub veins and capillaries and generally cause sort of sluggishness. But they just have holes in them? Like, why the fuck are they leaking? Uh, yeah, so they, uh, they expand. Um, it's a hereditary condition, basically. So okay. I have, uh, I have my once pregnant mother, speaking of pregnant women, <laughs> um, to thank for this uh, lovely condition. She gave me all sorts of cool shit, but uh, this was, was not uh, super welcome. Uh, <laughs> but she had the condition, and um, in her day, she grew up in Scotland, and you could have a surgery for a long, long time called a stripping surgery, which um, would remove some of your what you call superficial veins, which are not your um, key veins, but sort of um, secondary or tertiary veins mm. in your legs. Whoa. Uh, like, you know, like, like, like the act- appendix of your veins. Like, yeah. you just don't need it. Key, yeah. wor- key word here, though. You said you used to be able to get a surgery. Yeah, and I had the same surgery. So... Um, uh, I, I don't want to jump ahead, but um, there's a something called stripping surgery w- in which you remove these veins. Yeah, and um, it's no longer done as of probably ten or fifteen years. Why? Ago. Yeah. Why? Do, why would they not do it anymore? It's I, bad. I think yeah, it was found to have some side effects and found to not um, uh, create a huge uh, aids to people with varicose veins, uh, and often okay. new varicose veins would develop. Now, oh, right. So it's you, just pointless. Now, yeah, know, and other methods have, have been discovered. So is it. that what a varicose vein is? It's where the blood just doesn't go back, so it get, you get the pooling in the vein? Yeah, and you, uh, as a result... Um, I've veins, always wondered. My dad veins has become, veins. Veins sort of lose their elasticity, and um, they become kind of convoluted, and they settle in sort of twisted shapes yes. and forms. And you, yeah. you see it when somebody stands up, and you see their legs, like, uh, you know, maybe from a few feet away, and there's... Uh, you know, like a little uh, sort of twisted vein on the side yeah, of the yeah, calf. Yeah. It looks something. like a little, like like a like a like a little twisted up worm. Yeah. Oh, so I thought varicose veins were like, um, like the the sort of like really blue, like sort of vibrant blue, stringy sort of like uh, like is. spider web vein. Yeah, they yeah, uh, they can manifest sort of in all the things you're describing. Okay, because yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> what you guys said. I was picturing like John Cena's bicep. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like someone who's like roided up and it's like this giant sort of like uh, fucking, you know, like a a tube, you know, like you can see these like tube veins. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you mean. You typically, like you can typically... Either I mean I think I think there's a wide age age range that they affect. I mean obviously Fraser's what are you Fraser twenty? Yeah, I'm thirty two, and this is like every single uh, medical professional I've ever seen says the same like you know sweet little sing song thing like oh you're young to have this. yeah it's like yeah. oh you're not forty five yeah, like, you're not yeah. an old pregnant woman I know I'm I'm in your emerge department and I really really don't have time for your pleasantries you know? yeah you're like just <laughs> treat it just yeah. just treat it so all. so do you have do you have like varicose veins? Like they actually look like that? Yeah. Like the way you described? Absolutely. And um, I probably developed those, you know, in like mid teenage years, like 14 through 16, like just sitting in gym class, like slapping the back of my leg and being like, oh, why are those veins looking a little crooked and bulbous? And, oh, uh, trippy. Yeah. What was that? What was that? What was that like to, to, to have? Because I remember thinking at that time that if I could see my veins, it was super cool. I was like, yeah, I want to like, Oh yeah, I'm like it made me feel like I was jacked like, up or something. Like some sort of veins. like a second-rate X-Men character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, I w- I was a little um, uh, confused by it, and I had 
you know, no real idea about it. I, I asked my mom about it. She, she had, you know, I, growing up with her and like going to the beach, I was always aware that she had, you know, prominent veins. And she told me about this condition like briefly. And so she started telling me a little bit more about it. And, you know, I would go to see like the family doctor who knew like a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually um, they recommended uh, this stripping surgery. And the stripping surgery um, was the same surgery my mother had had. It helped her with um, some of the aching and um, sort of uh, heaviness that she felt as a result of varicose veins in her legs. So what that surgery is, is uh, sort of multiple incisions, like one in your ankle and one at the top of your thigh. Um, And then they put um, basically a a wire through the holes that they've created and remove some superficial veins. Do they like, do they like, is it, is it like, is it like they, they they hook onto them and then they just pull them out? I think it's pr- I think it's pr- somewhat primitive. Um, when you do it, you're under anesthetic, so um, I didn't get to see what happened. But uh, thank God, dudes! Yeah, look, yeah. I just Google. Look at this. This is like like that's extreme. It, that's extremely crazy. Yeah. Varicose veins, oh yeah, right? yeah. That's 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 you know. Have you ever had shit like insane. that? Um, not like that, but. Um, you know, certainly prominent things yeah. on your in your thigh, in your calf. Man, this uh, is so wild to me. Like, so so if you're listening, Google varicose veins. Like, that's more see, of what the, I what is, I see more regularly. Yeah, I pictured this, which is like that sort of. Um, uh, it looks like you can just see the the blue of the veins, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't realize it. What it, it, it is kind of like. I mean, some of the images here are kind of like that sort of John Cena, um, like roided up. Um, like that, like that's yeah. very common. Yeah, I see yeah. that a, a yeah. lot. But like, look at my arm right now. Like, does that not look varicose to you? No, because there's nothing. Because um, they're just going straight. It's a healthy straight line. It's like it, a nice. It, right. it hasn't like contorted or right. you know convoluted, resettled. Right, in, right, in, right. In, uh, Ooh, look at that one. Yeah, Frazier, I'm I'm curious. Yeah. Like, um, so you mentioned like you were sitting in gym class when you were younger, and you kind of like n- start to notice these, w- and and you ask your your mom briefly. But like, when did it become? Or get to a point where you were like, okay, this is like really abnormal to the point where I should, you know, do something about this. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a very great question. So I'm 32 now. This is probably when I'm like 16, 17, 18, and um, you know, sort of going through high school. It's pretty prominent, you know, like in you know summertime, you're wearing shorts, and it's it's just becoming both aesthetically and um, functionally really irritating. And, um, you know, there's sometimes a lot of pain after a long day, you know, because the stasis of your blood not returning can can make (coughs) you you feel like achy and kind of heavy and a a bit of a sort of light pulse feeling in them sometimes. Mm. Um, So I just sort of had this idea in my head at the time, like, okay, my mom had this surgery, it served her, I should do the same thing. and on the time at the time, there was a fairly elderly vascular surgeon on PEI, and uh, um, I went to see him, and you know it was just like a routine surgery. So he was like, "Yeah, you know, it, it could help. So let's do it." Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. So I, when I was, I think it was the end of first year university. I was like eighteen. I got this surgery, and um, in the pro- so they they put you under anesthetic. They make incisions at like the tops of both legs, so uh, inner thigh. Uh, and then by your knee and then by your ankle and put you under anesthetic and they remove some of these superficial veins right. in hopes that this varicosity, this um, this bulging and swelling will happen a little bit less. Right. Um, so I wake up and um, it's several hours later, it's day surgery and I'm in some ward by myself and uh, my knee, from my knee down, there's bandages and uh, I feel like I've, I'm 
feeling okay, I should probably get up. And I stand up uh, out of the bed and blood like rushes out from under these bandages, like all over. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Whoa. I feel like, I feel like I wasn't paying significant enough attention there for a moment. Like it just went from zero to 60 really quick. Can you say that one more time? So basically, uh, Frazier went in for surgery to get varicose veins, the stripping, the stripping surgery. You get it done. And he had his legs... Uh, amputated from the knee fuck down. Off. And they when he woke up, Jeremy, I didn't like, say I wasn't listening. He was like, time to walk. <laughs> and then he jumps down on the ground and his stumps slam into the earth. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then blood explodes out to the sides. <laughs> this sounds like an alternative beginning to Kill Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Except I got like a Robotnik bottom. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So he, it all worked out. <laughs> but he, he actually had uh, like an incision uh, near his pelvic line at his knees and, and by his ankles and um and his knees were like bandaged but when he did stand up all of a sudden like the blood just started pouring out yeah, yeah. yeah. they're pouring out of like it's just pouring- like seeping out of all of the bandage just like the from like uh probably from like fresh cuts like from the bottom of the bandage okay sure yeah. and uh this nurse rushes in she's like oh you probably shouldn't get up yet and i was like what happened you know and, yeah and uh i noticed that my my feet were quite swollen and that's um, common to have post-surgery swelling, right? Yeah. Um, so I talked about edema earlier, and um, my edema really was a um, byproduct of this surgery. So for that summer, I mean, oh, the no. summer of, you know, going into second year university, um, my feet were, were swollen, like, you know, to the size of your shoe, you know? like Oh, whoa. Yeah. So this is really interesting that you say this, because I remember... Um, uh, we met. We met through my wife. Yes. Because uh, Brady's from the island, and we I've gone over the island a number of times to perform over the summers, and Brady's worked over there acting as well. And I remember one time we saw you at Receiver. It's like beautiful coffee shop on Victoria Row. If you're ever on PEI, go check it out. <clears throat> and uh, I had I had met you like a thousand times by this point, and it was the first time I ever looked down and I noticed that you. I was like, oh, holy shit, Frazier's got huge feet. And it goes straight into like really big ankles. And like it looked ba- like it, it didn't match the rest of your body. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, what? I've never seen that before. And so we got in the car and we were driving. And I was like, Brady, have you ever have you ever noticed Frazier's feet? And Brady was like, Oh yeah. Um I, I don't know what it is. He has like issues with like circulation or something. And yeah. I was like, that is, that fascinates me. I've, I've never known what that is. There's yeah. something so annoying about swelling. That's oh, just, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I yeah. can't even imagine, I mean, to the degree that you've probably experienced it. Like when I, when something swells on me for, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm very rarely swollen, but I, I was in like a very, very minor bike crash, <clears throat> bike crash not long ago. And my left elbow was swollen for like three days, three or mm. four days. And I was just looking at it being like, dude, what the f- fuck? Like go away. And just that the feeling of the blood and the yeah, feeling of that, yeah. that kind of like soft, um, kind of like texture to yeah. to the skin when you, when you touch it was yeah. so frustrating. Don't yeah. get us wrong. I mean, there, that there's something very annoying about this feeling of, sw- of, of swelling, but there's there's we don't want to confuse that with the the beautiful feeling of of, of just getting swole, you <laughs> right. know? Yeah, because like 
because that every, feels good. Everyone I mean, loves, dude, when you're, everyone loves getting swole. Dude, when you're oh. getting swole, you know, and yeah. you can feel like when Talk you can about feel rush of blood, huh? oh, <laughs> and you feel every beat of your heart just is just swollen swole. you up, yeah, even further, yeah, like that is <sighs> super tight. Anyway. Uh, so coming back to that, uh, your, the, your feet were like massively swollen after the surgery, but that was, was that something that ever went away or is that, is that permanent? So that came down and that I realized was going to be permanent. Um, Forever. So that doesn't like wax and wane. It's like, it's there. It's there and it's, it's now whatever, 15 years later. Holy shit. Was, was that like a possibility? Like going into it where they like, Hey, just to let you know, like you may have this like chronic Swelling in no, your feet afterwards. No, I didn't get a whole. I, you know, you get that classic disclaimer before any surgery. I've right. had two surgeries now, but before both, you have a disclaimer that you know, shit could go. You might die. You, know, you might die. Sign yeah. here, man. But I had no idea. Uh, and when I, you know, developed the swelling, they're like, "Yeah, that'll go down," and it just sort of hung around. Can you get edema in your dick? <laughs> Where your dick is just swollen all the time, you know. Maybe it wouldn't be bad. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not <laughs> saying it'd be good. Well, I mean, I okay. Let's, let's, let's I'm think. Not saying it'd be bad. Let's That's think about this do, for right? a second. Let's think about. <laughs> let's they, think about this for a second. It hurts to be hard for too long. Do you know what a pri- hey, do you know what a priapus is? A priapus. I, I believe it's pronounced priapus. <clears throat> Are you guys familiar with this? Pray, term? pray tell, Jeremy. Uh, I don't even want to know. Give me one second. I <laughs> Are mean, you what, sure you don't want to know? We'll take, a little, we'll take a little uh, Hey, Alexa, what's priapus? Priapus is usually defined as classical mythology, god of male procreative power and guardian of gardens and vineyards. Now, that's interesting that, yeah. it's, that it's that. It's named after the, go- the, go- the god of male procreation. I, I could be... Okay, no, I am pronouncing it wrong. Uh, give me, give me one second here. Let, let me get this. Just, uh, just one, one sec. We, we have to be right when you, when you speak to you know who, guys. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you can't uh, mispronounce. We can't, we can't she, have any misfirings with. <laughs> she fucking yeah. She knows everything. Does she? Uh, uh, does she get disappointed if you're like? You get well, a mis- she can, She hears what? everything. Sorry, guys. Yeah. What did I say? Priapus. Yeah. yeah. Alexa, what is a priapism? is usually defined as condition in which the penis is continually erect, usually painful and seldom with sexual arousal. So sometimes certain drugs, she's so uh, smart, certain drugs, certain like certain injuries, a a neck injury. If you break your neck, you can end up with a priapism. And it's basically a boner that never goes away. Yikes. It's like, and and needs like surgery to take care of it. Oh no. Like amputational surgery. Uh, No, no, I don't think, I mean, that seems extreme. That's, that's a little far. (laughs) I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, so that was anyway. Oh, I feel a bit better than this. I mean, look at it this way. On the bright side, your dick isn't constantly swollen. Yeah, all right. I can, I can relax. Uh, uh, speaking of before we get back on track, <laughs> I'm sort of stay derailed for another that's great, second. That's great. Speaking of those forms um, that you signed, like you're saying, you like those are just the typical forms that you sign before any for surgery. surgery. Yeah, yeah. But like, oh man, I'm so bad with any 
legal documents that you have to like signing right hat. I know, yeah. right? Terms is and it, conditions. Terms and sure. conditions are the worst. Thirteen pages right? of yeah, whatever. Oh, oh yeah, let me read oh, through who, this. Who reads it? I uh, I, I saw legal this things. thing. Vice <laughs> Vice did. Greg this. Zwagster reads it. Yeah, Greg <laughs> Zwagster almost certainly <laughs> yeah. does. Um, now oh, I love I've, you, Greg. <laughs> I've I've watched um, this thing on Vice, and it was all about cybersecurity. And it, it, they were talking all about terms and conditions. And basically it said that the average person uses however many apps or gets X amount of new apps per week. And it said that if everybody read all the terms and conditions of all the things that they start using on a weekly basis, it would mean they would have to spend between 30 and 35 hours a week reading Terms and conditions. Yikes. Wow. Yikes. If you were to read the terms and conditions of everything from start to finish. So I guess the question is, Frazier, did you read the terms and conditions? You know, you, you read the first in the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I took speed reading. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I, have a, I have a question, though. I've been wondering this since, you, since you've been talking about uh, swollen feet. I, I always think of like... Uh, Swollen feet. I related to uh, flying. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. How, like, how often do you fly? Very often. And how fucked up do your feet get? Um, great, great question. Common question too. Um, I fly. Yeah, like as much as anybody. Uh, you know, a couple times a year. Um, are vegans actually unhealthy? Does cannabis ruin your sleep? And why are so many men taking testosterone supplements? I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg. And we're the creators of the popular YouTube channel, ASAP Science. Every week on our podcast, Side Note by ASAP Science, we explain the science behind a controversial subject with recent research, up-to-date studies, and ridiculous stories so you are entertained while, bam, simultaneously learning. We're here to make science make sense. Download Side Note by ASAP Science wherever you get your podcasts. What's more uh, problematic is just the stasis when I fly because you're not, um, you're not moving your feet, you're not moving your toes, you're not moving your calf, which is like a mini heart, right, in your thigh. Uh. Um, so just that immobility is the dangerous part because um, you can develop blood clots and you can, um, that a six, eight hour experience where you're just sitting or four hours of those six uh, it puts you higher at risk. So are you okay. that guy on the plane that's like walking up and down the aisle? Yeah, constantly? totally. I'm the annoying guy that like makes people a little bit uncomfortable because I'm like doing like calf raises. And, yeah, like, and they're like, why is this guy exercising? Like, you know who else? Yoga shit on the side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know who else does that on every plane I'm ever on? Uh, the old pregnant ladies, they always do that. <laughs> Those shit. are my people. They always yeah, do that. Like, shit. Yeah, like, that's my tribe. It's yeah. for the same reason. They're doing it for the yeah. same reason. They have chronic edema. <laughs> They're really great people. So you have the surgery. You 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 end up getting the the swollen feet. It ends up being uh, sort of permanent. Yeah. Were yeah. there any other Were there any other um, uh, Complications because like would, would that be I guess would that be considered yeah like, sorry Fraser this was a complication of the surgery absolutely that was never really explained to me and it just sort of like stuck around they said it would go down um, I have you know uh, eight scars in between the two legs from that surgery that are still pretty prominent you know like mm-hmm. um, you know raised off your skin a little bit fairly dark red um, and those have hung around for 15 years and you're like does this scar tissue ever you know clear up but, interesting did, did you, know. you ever put like uh, vitamin E oil or anything like that on no I've never explored that no apparently yeah. that's a, a, like a big thing uh, I've heard cool. my, my vitamin E on scar tissue yeah yeah, yeah vitamin E oil is supposed to be very good for for the like uh, visual scars of like taking down the the 
The visual aspects of scars, yeah, yeah. sort of shrinking gotten, it and reducing. I have two scars on my. I've gotten separate two separate times uh, stitches in my forehead. Yeah, and uh, both times they gave me first they gave me like uh, this like specific scar uh, reduction cream or something like that. Yeah, um, but then I, I think I'm pretty sure I came to realize that it was just vitamin E anyway. Okay, and and. Um, they say yeah. like you should be applying that like almost directly after for like up to six months. Yeah. Uh, so, so speaking of these scars, and and mm. I mean, I maybe I'm getting a little too far ahead. Like like it's probably better to save this question for later. But whatever. This is uh, this is how this podcast runs. We yeah, just baby. go with the flow. Um, you're. I, I remember when I had that conversation with Bridie, and she was like, "I don't really know. Yeah, I think it's this." Yeah. Um, one of the things that I, I that I initially thought of because this is around the around when we started Sick Boy, um, I initially thought like I wonder if Fraser talks about that with like his social circle, and like, I wonder if that's I, I wonder if that's one of those things. And I think about that a lot when I see people. There's a guy who comes into the yoga studio who has a scar from from one ear all the way up across whoa, to the other ear. Whoa. Clearly, he's had some sort of like major brain surgery. And whenever I see him, I, I think the same thing. I'm like, I wonder if he ever talks about that with mm. the people in his life. Um, so I guess I'm going to ask you now: like, is that is is the those scars or the swelling? Is that something that you're like open to talking about, or is this platform uh, just sort of like a, a thing that exists where you're like, well, I can, you know, it's easy to talk about it here. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a challenging thing to do justice because you need a few minutes. You know, it's, it's an uncommon condition for anyone yeah. but old pregnant women. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. um, and people usually are kind of like, like you, like you're quickly like in line or, you know, playing soccer and you're like, you know, changing or you're at the beach or whatever. You're like, dude, your feet are fucking huge. You know, yeah. like why are your ankles, you know, why can't I see your ankle bones? Yeah. Um, so you sort of go through a quick explanation, but I, I, I'm, I haven't been very forthcoming about it until, I'd say the last like five, seven years when things started to get realer and I started developing more complications. So. Let's talk about that then. So you have the surgery, you get yeah. the swelling in the, in the ankles and the feet. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, shoes. Let's talk about shoes. First. I was, before, I was yeah. yes, thank you. <laughs> before we, you. Do you say soccer? You play soccer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You okay. said soccer and I was I, like, cleats? Because I, I play <laughs> soccer too and I'm, and, I'm, and like I'm just imagining, I'm putting myself in like the, the change room with you because you're a handsome guy, and, you know, and it's easy to put you put myself in the change room with you. Having a pee. And, uh, <laughs> okay, and okay. you know, I'm, yeah, that's, right. that's where I'm going to go with this. Yeah, and, uh, okay. and so I'm just picturing you, you know, just there in your underwear. And uh, <laughs> Where and are we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what does it look like? No, so just, just around the corner. The rest um, of the team can't see you. But, uh, but okay. like, yeah, like how big are we talking? Like how, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> I mean, your feet. Brian. Oh, your feet. Christ. How big do your feet get? That's what I'm wondering about. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm going to show you dudes right now. How big do your uh, feet get when the blood flows so to them? I'm wearing, this is a compression stocking, which mm-hmm. uh, goes okay. from knee. Did your toe, did, did your toes just bust out of that sock? No. Is that how big they are? So does that sock not have toes? Different, different versions, like right. some that have, uh, that are like right up to your ankles and they're right up to your thighs. Yeah, some right. that have no uh, toe on the very end for a little more. Do you have to wear those every day? Yeah. So I, Holy I shit, mean, dude. When it was like in July, when it was like yeah. two weeks of, you know, plus wave. 32 degree weather everywhere in Canada, um, I was not wearing them. But so people can't see this, but uh, it's a it's it's like your standard compression sock. So it, it, it's basically from Fraser's knee. 
down to his toes. Is it yeah. to your knee? How far out does it go? Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Uh, like so this is another pair that I wear. I can I can pass this to you too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, you can you can even see it through the sock there. Like, dude, it is that a is not a thin material. A yeah, foot. it's almost like a wetsuit material. Like, it's, oh, it's, 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 it's kind of kind of thick and stretchy. What is that? Do. And like, this is another the, pair. This is kind of your. It, uh, it, this is like your pharmacy. Model. It compresses the leg so that blood doesn't stay down. So it's like oh. it's like squeezing yeah. the leg. It's like right. the They're common to wear. Common to wear compression socks. Like when you fly, if you tend to get like swollen feet and ankles and legs. Yeah. When if you you're fly. an old pregnant woman. Yeah. 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 Right. A, a lot of. Um, Medical professionals wear them if they're like on like twenty six hour shifts or whatever, like right. you know, yeah. on their feet a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, for anyone who's on their feet a lot, I should say, dude, I could have used yeah. that shit when I was doing some some like shitty labor placement jobs when I was eighteen, standing Ooh. in like one place for twelve yeah. hours straight, and your <laughs> boots are just kind of heaving and aching. Yeah, does it feel yeah. good to wear them? Like, do you feel like uh, you know, like dogs when they get freaked out about lightning, but you put those little those little <laughs> hu- those little squeeze vests on under them, like, oh, this is okay. <laughs> is it kind of calming, or uh, or is it like fuck this? Fucking sock. No, I mean they're uncomfortable as shit, and, oh, and they're hot, and they're yeah. thick, and like you have to, you have to wash them by hand, and they're super expensive. Oh. the pair that I'm wearing right now that the guys can see that are from my knee down, they cost like two hundred bucks. <coughs> Holy wow. fuck! Yeah, what? And, and these are like you know your Cadillac. These are like. Um, fitted. They are gold plated. I was gonna, I was gonna comment on that. Diamonds. I mean, bedazzled yeah. from 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 knee to toe. But Dude, that's my own thing. You know, what? I don't I don't feel bad about spending. I make it uh, my own. I don't. Yeah. I don't feel bad about spending like twenty dollars on a pair of Lululemon socks now. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. And and I mean, you know, I I guess to sort of like continue the chronology of this all this stuff. I I was told I should wear these from you know around that first surgery. Probably didn't wear them until I was like 23, 24 because oh, wow. young people have a super hard time getting into this idea. Yeah, you're like, absolutely. Fuck that. I'm like, I wear, yeah. I used to wear shorts like eight months of the year. You know? Would there like, have been any long term benefit that you don't have now if you had been wearing them when you were younger? I've asked that before. I, I don't think it would have made a huge difference. Mm. Um, it's like a day-to-day comfort thing. Yeah. Um, the other big thing they say is like elevate, elevate, elevate. Yeah. So I sleep with my bed on an incline. I elevate my legs against a wall like you do in yoga. Like I do that mm-hmm. like three times a day for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, like straight up just to reverse gravity entirely. And where, where do you yeah. buy your shoes? Like what's the shoe stitch? Yeah. So do you um, only wear like skate shoes? I used to only wear Vans for a long time. Yeah, because um, those tend to be thick or, yeah. like, wide. Yeah, and I, I just go for wide shoes now. Like, I, you know, uh, to answer you, Brian, like, I, I, I wear soccer cleats, and they, they can be a bit swollen after a big game, but, um, you know, it's, it's not a big problem. Um, you know, I wear whatever, dress shoes, whatever, but um, my ideal is, like, a wide like this, mm-hmm. you know, something yeah, right. with... Uh, tons of space for that expansion, which is inevitable, yeah. mm-hmm. and also for a thick fucking sock. Which, yeah, you know. Yeah. So we got into we went well. Jer asked the question, but then we reverted back to the feet and talked about shoes, and then got into the compression socks. Complications, as you said, over the last I think you said like five or seven years. Yeah, you started yeah. to see more complications. What what does that what does that look like? Because like other than Swollen feet, swollen ankles, swollen leg, and handsome face, handsome face, <laughs> and best, best, you know, <laughs> as far as we know, not a, a not a permanently swollen dick. So. <laughs> no, 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 giant wrench, but not permanently swollen. <laughs> um, okay, so this is where it gets a bit messed up. Um, 
because of all of the swelling, your skin can crack a lot and you can get um, kind of like, you know, rough skin and uh, it, it can it can make you very um, uh, vulnerable to infection. Ooh. So is that because your skin is like stretched out and thinner because yeah. of the swelling? And again, because you're... Uh, like you set this up really well earlier, the the blood isn't regenerating super well. It's like it's sluggish and static, and it's not flushing, if you will, right. back to your heart. You know, I've never thought about that about how your heart actually is like meant to also clean your blood. Yeah, and cycle. You know, yeah, blood. like cycle yeah. it. It's very much the way that like trees and yeah, like trees act in certain terms of like oxygenating, and it, there's like that cycle that constantly is happening. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, the I guess, I guess what that um, makes you vulnerable to is a certain type of infection, which is called cellulitis, where um, bacteria can get um, inside a cut or a scrape or, you know, like a small soccer uh, wound or something like that. Um, and it can actually get into your, your system and you can get a pretty nasty infection. Um, so I've had cellulitis, which is... Um, sort of a milder version of sepsis, if people know what that is. Sepsis is kind of like a blood infection. Yeah. Um, but I've had cellulitis like probably seven times in the last uh, five, six years. Well, what, what is that, and what does that mean when you get, when you get that? Uh, so it um, sort of like the symptoms are like a really red rash that can, um, it's most common in your leg, but you can get it in all parts of your body, your eyes, your arms. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had it in my right or my left leg, um, like seven times. Yeah. It's like a, okay. We're looking at a photo right now. Is that like sort of similar? Yeah. Like, like, like a, that's exactly like a visual. Exactly. We're, we're looking yeah. at two feet. One foot on the right is like normal, uh, normal skin, normal size. The one on the left is like, it looks like they literally just dip their foot in a boiling pot of hot water. Yeah, it, yeah, it looks yeah. like a like a really, really, really bad sunburn. Yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Yeah. Dude, that must be terrifying. It's yeah, it, it's it's super scary. So it's a bacterial infection, and um, um, it, it most commonly appears like where the skin is broken open or something. So mm. the first time I got this was um, almost seven years ago, and uh, I just been been wearing a pair of like shitty Aldo shoes that were like kind of cool looking but too tight and I've been walking around town um, <sighs> that's the shit about new- Aldo man they make nice looking <laughs> shoes but they're just bad quality this garbage this garbage and I tore open my uh, my ankle a little bit and uh, I just got a bit of an infection in that in that cut this is gonna pose oh, a little bit of an issue because Aldo just uh, signed on for like a three month sponsor yeah dude we have to wear the fedoras now all the time too <laughs> well you know what I'm kind of yeah. looking forward to that yeah, so, anyway I guess we'll, we'll cut this out because yeah. tour fedoras <laughs> yeah yeah money shirts and tour with our, with our money shirts <laughs> yeah so so the, it started it, your skin it's a bacterial infection your, because you're your 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 skin is swelling, and 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 what is it that it's is it stretching and it's and it's thin so you're you it's just easier for yeah it, for bacteria to get in because it doesn't have like it the dermis occurs, in like you know in scrapes like insect bites or um, oh. cuts and that kind of thing. But if you have um, a 
a constant condition, a kind of chronic condition like that, where your skin is expanding and contracting a lot, that can lead to a lot of cracking and um, right. like athlete's foot and stuff like that. Like why the roads are so shitty in North America because of the snow. You know? Yeah, so it's like a, a, shit a similar Good analogy. idea. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. And um, be- again, because my, um, my circulation is so poor, um, you guys would maybe get this thing and not even know you had it, and your body just fights it off, and you have right. a strong immune system. Uh, my immune system just Yours kinda, just kind of lingers. It's like the fucking linger. guy who just like doesn't get the idea, like you're, you're, you've overstayed your welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? no, no gauge. Yeah. 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 It's like, all right, man. Yeah. Lingerers, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Lingerers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and this, I know that this is like, this has caused an issue enough, enough of an issue with you that you, you're not unfamiliar with the, the emergency room and, and basically hospital stays. Yeah. Big time. So I've, I've been in hospital, um, for this or other complications, uh, like seven or eight times, as I said, in the last, um, you know, six years. Yeah. You you actually, when you applied to come on the show, you were like, Hey, right from the hospital bed. And I was like, Frazier, what the fuck? I know, I know, and you you asked about like how often do you talk about this, and I and I honestly go through large periods where I don't talk about it at all. But I was like, you know, lying in a hospital bed here in Halifax for like three days in July, and I was like, all right, I want to do something about this right now. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. uh, it was sort of a light bulb moment. What's the like? What is the most intense? I I I guess experience that you've had um, with with uh, the this this insufficiency. Like what? Like what is the I guess the biggest scare that you've, yeah. that you've had. So there's two. Um, I guess the 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 one that's um, sort of kickstarted this sort of second stage of of this whole condition in my life um, was the genesis of the song that you guys played off the opening. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So that song is called "Twist in the Wind," and it's about this night um, seven years ago where I was like living in Charlottetown in an apartment on Victoria Row on the third floor of this old historic building. Above uh, fish, uh, fish bones. Exactly. I remember exactly. when you lived there. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, and uh, it was late fall, and I um, I had been walking around in these shitty Aldo shoes, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I sort of started developing these symptoms. I didn't really notice know what was going on, but um, I started getting a fever, and I started shaking and getting the chills, and uh, I ran a scalding hot bath to try to warm up. I didn't know what was going on, and like jumped in the bath, and like that didn't help. And I like put on all like the layers I could find and like a toque and scarf and a bunch of layers and that didn't help. So I put a bunch of soup on the stove and like uh, tried to get that going and sort of fell into a bit of delirium, which is one of the symptoms of cellulitis. Whoa. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, During that process. So delirium is like, you know, basically your organs are under attack and there's a bit of um, uh, shock going on in your system. Um, so during this mode, I'm sort of, um, like if you've ever had a horrible fever during a flu, that's sort of like the headspace that I was sort of plummeting into. And, uh, I left a roll of toilet paper sitting beside this, uh, pot of soup. Toilet paper roll starts to smolder a little bit and I'm in fucking delirium mode and start going like banana land. And, uh, I think my apartment's on fire. So I like whip open one of the windows decide I've got to like throw my possessions out the window. Oh my God. And I <laughs> literally threw my guitar in its case out this third floor window. Oh, Whoa. like at what time was this? This is like, you know, 10 at night. And what was like the that. month? 
And this is like late September, you know. So it's holy not- fuck! Like Victoria Row, yeah. for people who don't know, is like a pedestrian-only <laughs> like street, and like I mean, basically from the hours of I don't like the hours of like nine a.m. to two a.m. It's like tons of people are. Did yeah. you hit anyone? No, like my window was like over a little bit from like you know where like patio furniture. Okay, and that okay, kind of okay. Thing is. But. Holy All of a sudden, fuck. like my stuff starts raining <laughs> down on like the edge of this street, and like I'm throwing like blankets out the window, and I, in my mind, I'm delirious, and this fever is overtaking me. In my mind, my apartment's on fire, and, and you're going, "I'm nailing it!" And I'm, exactly, and I'm like, "This is the best. I'm a genius, dude. You're lucky you didn't throw yourself out the window." Well, that was my yeah. plan at the time. I threw a, a duvet off my bed out the window. It lands on this like cobblestone street, and I like look like, down. Perfect landing. Pad. And there's these like there's these ladies staring up at me, and I'm like getting I'm ready jump. to jump onto my. You're like, ladies, grab each of you, grab two corners yeah. and hold it up over your heads. Just pull it really tight. Pull, yeah. pull it really tight. Hold on. You guys are EMTs, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Holy shit! I, I didn't end up doing that, thank goodness. But I did like pull the fire alarm in this building of like. You know, and meanwhile, is the toilet paper fine at this point? Uh, yeah, like I, I went over to it in this delirium, and like I think it just kind of like smoldered out. But oh wow! I was getting really, really just, panicked. Yeah, like the, like the panic starts, and it just kind of snowballs. Yeah, yeah, and like in, in the process, fuck. I like knocked over this big shelf, and there's like you know, like smashed a plant off the top of the shelf, and I'm just getting really, really worked Jesus up. Jesus Christ! And like my body is going crazy. I threw up a couple times. Whoa! Uh, so my body's going into shock. So again, just to clarify, like this is um, this is uh, cellulitis, and it's like going up my leg basically, and it's into my um, uh, my my skin and my limbs, and then you know eventually into my blood, which is called sepsis. Okay. Oh, so, so did you get, did you reach sepsis? Did you go into sepsis? So eventually, so that, that, this was like, this was honestly the worst night of my life and it went on for hours. I won't, I won't, you know, go in minutia with it, but, um, I pull this fire alarm and I like grab a jacket and I run out the door and the door like locks behind me and I'm like out in the streets of Charlottetown and I'm like now petrified that, uh, I've pulled the fire alarm and that maybe there's going to be a fire and I just, I'm not thinking clearly at all. Yeah. And my my leg is aching and I can feel like where like the, the shoe was scratching, like that's aching and I'm like getting shivers then I'm getting hot. Like I'm just getting this, this wild like boomerang effect of this fever. And of course it's Charlottetown. It's the busiest like pedestrian street on Charlottetown. Does anyone, uh, see you who knows you? Uh, no, but like you, you raised such a good point. Charlottetown is so small and I, I was petrified that, um, you know, I was going to run into someone who could embarrass myself. Right. Like it's going to run to somebody from work because Charlton's that, mm-hmm. you know, it's tiny. so small. It's insane. It, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, but also like, yeah. I mean, yes, I get how you'd be petrified there. Um, but also that's probably like, I mean, the fact that it's so small is probably so great because it's like, I know if Brady and I just like came out of fish bones that night and then saw Frazier run out like, Half naked and just a jacket and just like picking up his duvet and just looking around. We'd be like, uh, we need to help Frazier. Yeah, hey, 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 big fella. Sick Boy Podcast. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Yeah. So <clears throat> it, 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 this, this whole night was just a gong show. I ended up like throwing up on the street and uh, in the process, like lost my phone. So I'm just locked out of my apartment without a phone. There's like light rain. 
I'm like feeling like garbage. There's nothing in my stomach anymore. And I just started walking. And uh, I just, I don't, I didn't even know where I was going, but I was like, I got to get away from here. The fire truck's going to come. I'm like totally delirious. And I start walking up uh, like St. Peter's Road in Charlottetown, which is like just a thoroughfare to get you from downtown to uptown Charlottetown. Along the way, I'm like so weak and dehydrated and um, just like beaten up. I'm just like, I'll just lie down here in this graveyard. And like literally like slept for 20 minutes in a graveyard. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when did, like, like the one when, across from like Duncan, uh, like, like that, the, the like, giant one. Um, I think it's like a Catholic cemetery that's like on the outskirts of the downtown. Oh, yeah. When yeah, did okay. the hospital come into play? Yeah, yeah not soon yeah. enough. Uh, like, really, what I should have been doing was like calling 911 or calling a cab and getting to the emerge because mm-hmm. this is um semi common and they, they would have like taken me in right away, but. Um, I had no idea what this was, and this this was totally new to me. I dealt with, you know, some swelling and some aches and, you know, knee-high stockings, but I'd never dealt with this crazy shit. So I basically walked, like, 10 kilometers across town that night Holy fuck. until I finally, like... Which can't be good for the swelling yeah. and no, the, uh, no. everything. No, uh, in these goddamn Aldo shoes. <laughs> yeah. That are like the root cause yeah, exactly. of everything that's hey, happened yeah. to you. At least you looked good doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all that matters. brought to you by Aldo. All the shoes that look good while you do it. Did you put your uh, fedora on before you left the house too? Yeah, you know, I, you... I think I burned it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you threw it at the window. Yeah, landed some, a tree. Landed on a girl's head. <laughs> uh, anyway, I ended up like walking to a Tim Hortons, like, uh, like you know, in sort of uptown Charlottetown. And uh, I like called a cab and took a cab out to Hunter River, which is where my parents live, like, you know, pretty much halfway to Cavendish, PEI. And I showed up. It's now like 12 or 1230 at night. And oh, I just suddenly God. showed up like this drowned, frightened animal. And like my dad's like sitting there like watching Hollywood Squares or something. And he's like, Jesus, what, <laughs> what, what are you doing here? And I'm like, ah, ah. The toilet paper, fire, <laughs> Aldo. Ah. Yeah, he's like, whoa, 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 easy, big fella. <laughs> but, yeah. but dude, Holy shit. like, I, I mean, I can only imagine that they think that you're like on drugs or something. Yeah, it was. It, it took everything in me to like pull it together enough to explain what, to my dad like, yeah. in that moment because he like, had no idea what I was talking about. My yeah. mom was fast asleep, so I ended up just like taking some Tylenol, going to bed, and then the next morning going right into the emerge. And I, um, I had a yeah, I had cellulitis. I had, uh, which you know in turn become sepsis. Like right up, like you know, almost to my groin. And is there a danger if that goes too high that you're it's like, hey, you're fucked now? Uh, It it can like sepsis can turn into like you from from skin to blood. You can become a bone infection. It can become gangrene. It can kill you. Yeah. And I had no idea what I was dealing with. And I'm imagining there's like a there's like a point where if it like gets to your heart or something like if it goes too far, then you're entering some like really dangerous, irreversible territory. Big time. The big danger of it is uh, your your blood pressure um, drops and you you stop um, circulating enough um, blood to all your 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 vital organs. And, Whoa! And, you know, wow. so you know, unbeknownst to me, I was dealing with like some pretty whack stuff. It, is yeah. the is the root of it? Now you just mentioned low blood pressure. Low blood pressure is the root of 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 all of this. That there is a there is a degree of low blood pressure, and that's why it's not returning from your legs up to up to your heart. Uh, 
Not exactly. Um, like that's just circulation. That's just blood flow okay. and um, and leaky valves and uh, leaky veins and leaky capillaries. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, but when you get an infection like this, <clears throat> which came from you know that root condition that was venous insufficiency, varicose veins, uh, edema, uh, then you're you know you one of the, one of the first symptoms is uh, low blood pressure of sepsis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things I just want to say that now that you've come to the end of that that amazing story, by the way, uh, at the end of this episode, we're going to play the whole um, the whole Twist in the Wind song to play out the episode. Um, so go into it, listening to that now, knowing the backstory of that <laughs> oh, fucking man. beautiful song, and uh, might have a bit of a bit of a different different meaning for you. Um, what was the, you, you said that there were two experiences that were really fucky. Yeah. And what was the second one? Yeah. So that's, that's the first time I get cellulitis. I've now had it, um, seven times. Oh fuck. As most recently as last month when you and I first yeah. talked about doing this pod. Whoa. Um, and you can get it from just like swimming in a lake where there's like some ducks took a shit, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, um, but, especially in Halifax. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just have to be really careful about like, you know, taking you know antiseptic with me and like little wipes and stuff like that if I get a cut and just being really cautious but um the other thing that happened was uh a blood clot I got a blood clot in 2012 uh behind my left knee and uh whew, I don't wish that on anybody that's like the craziest so, pain sounds yeah. minor <laughs> yeah what, like when what, you say what, I got a blood clot I'm like okay I do don't tell. I know that it's yeah. really serious I don't oh, really is it a blood clot? <coughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very serious. Oh, I, wow. I don't know exactly why or what. I, Clearly, I, I don't know anything I, because for, I'm sitting here going. Now, here, now, now, now yeah. if your listeners might be going, oh, well, fucking blood clot. Everybody knows what that is. I'll tell you what I think a blood clot is. And this is totally just me pulling shit out of my memory. It's that where is your a, blood clots. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, anyway, moving on. Share I don't need to share. That's, that's, uh, that's what you were going to say anyway. That's so that's what I was going to say. That was it. No, what were you going to say? Go on. No, nope. I want to hear it. No, it's fine. No, come on. No, it's fine. Come on. No, come on. I, no, it's fine. We're not moving on until we hear what you're going to say. I'd, I'd love you to share. No, it's fine. Oh my god, to actually tell it. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm okay. It's it's fine. I'm fine. Are you upset because you actually were going to say it? <laughs> he is, yeah. No, he that's, is. Not, that's not what I was going to say. That's not what I was going to say, but I was wrong anyway. So, <laughs> how do you know you're wrong? Because I because I actually thought about the the word and then I actually realized I was that I think I was thinking of something else, not blood clotting, but something where like um, bumble clot. You were thinking about you were thinking about uh, like like Rasta. No, <laughs> no I was thinking of um, you were thinking about Sean Paul. What's the thing that um, because a blood because a blood clot is really is what happens when your blood clots, but then in the, but it, the blood can't get around it then, and then you lose the. Um, and then something, what's the thing where like if an air bubble like gets the bends, into, like a roadblock, that's, that's called the bends when you get air in your blood. But then if it goes to your brain or something, no, you're like, right. You're, you're totally right. Is that what I'm thinking? A blood clot can, uh, can move into your brain or move into your lung and kill you. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. Wolf. So, okay. So I was thinking of <laughs> two different things there and I was kind of like half on the right track. Well, I'll yeah. give you some insight into how my brain was working in that moment. Uh, when Fraser said blood clot, uh, he literally said, I don't wish this on anyone. So then I went, that's bad. 
And then I was interested in hearing what he was about to say. So, Frazier, tell us why a blood clot is so bad. Yeah. Uh, well, it basically feels like um, like a little baby's fist inside your leg oh. or your arm or whatever, Oof. like punching <laughs> outwards. Uh, well, that wouldn't be that bad because a baby's not that strong. So... <laughs> Yeah, baby's a little weakling. I mean, it's, oh yeah, yeah okay, yeah. maybe a real strong baby, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, like a really strong baby, like a, like one of the ones from Baby Geniuses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> little baby Einstein. Yeah. Just um, so it's yeah, it's basically uh, like when a bunch of blood uh, collects together in liquid form and then kind of hardens and turns into like sort of gel and um, sort of congeals together. And like then, when a when a when a fucking uh, venomous spa, uh, snake bites you. That's right. When a rattlesnake bites you, that's what happens. Your yeah. blood starts to clot up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if there's yeah. A, there's a, a really, like, fucking scare, like, legitimately scary video on, on YouTube where you can, this uh, this guy, this, like, doctor, uh, essentially has a, a, a Petri dish of blood, and he's like, oh, this I've is seen, blood, this I've is normal that. blood, like, you can see it, and he's, he's sort of tipping it from side to side, and you see it run like a, like a, you know, like a orange juice or something like a, kind you know, it's, slow yeah, it's fluid and, and it's, fluid, it's yeah. moving. And, and then, and then he goes, here's one like, like microgram of, of rattlesnake venom. And he drops it in there and he starts to tip it around again. And as he's tipping it, it goes from this, this like fluid liquid into this like thick, like basically a thick wad of mucus until can, it almost becomes it comes solid enough that it doesn't move doesn't yeah it's crazy yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's so how now it kills I'm you. starting to realize yeah blood clot that yeah. sucks yeah they're not like inherently uh, super dangerous on their own but they can move through uh, your veins and like potentially travel to your lung and and kill you uh, now, how'd you get it what's the yeah so I had a second surgery um, <laughs> in twenty. 2012, um, that was second vascular surgeon I saw in PEI, sort of younger guy. He'd done some research and, and come across some training. Um, x-rays showed that I had like a duplicated set of uh, veins in my legs and that, you know, this was maybe, he could hypothesize some of the reason why I have so much varicosity, so much swelling, so much edema. So, um, you know, everyone has, you know, uh, these these two big exterior veins in her legs and I and two big interior and I had I had a duplicate of that. So his thought was uh, clip a little connector vein that that ran between this this original set and this um, double set, if you will. And maybe his hypothesis was that would uh, assist this condition a bit. I'm doing a poor version of like, what okay, he explained to me. So wait, but, so like he was saying that you basically had like almost double the veins. Yeah, there, of of, uh, of this that specific uh, section. Of this or? Specific, specific section. Okay, so yeah. and he was like, "Let's uh, these rivers are like merging. Let's uh, let's shut down that that point where they merge." Yeah, let's let's just clip this uh, this little river, if you will, this little connector, um, and that that may reduce some of the um, excess pool flowing and pooling that's happening. Right. Wow. Okay. Uh, and it was a little bit uh, hazy and. You know, you know how when you go through these things, like Jerry, you, you see all these specialists and there's like months and months in between and you're a young guy and you're just kind of hoping for something and you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, all right. Like, you know. Yeah, and you be, you barely remember what was said the first time versus the fourth time. Yeah, and, you've yeah. seen different people yeah. and like no one's really, you know, that helpful, but they're kind of like, yeah. this might help. So um, I, I came here to Halifax. I saw another vascular specialist to get a second opinion. They said, yeah, based on this guy's explanation, this might help. 
So I said, that's enough for me. I want to try this. Maybe this will help my situation. Um, that surgery didn't do anything. You know, it just sort of happened. Um, but in recovery, I was given this really tight bandage to wear around the area where the connector was. And um, my experience in healthcare, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've had similar experience. My experience is that often th- really vital information isn't communicated to you or is rushed or oh. is um, maybe never explained in full enough or you don't get the chance to ask questions. And something that didn't get explained to me was that this bandage that was going to go around my thigh, you know, um, covering the area where the surgery was to happen uh, should be removed after two or three days. And I left the hospital with this super tight wrap. And I imagined that I should just leave it on until, you know, I came back. Until from it falls off. Yeah, 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 until right. it evaporates. Until moths <laughs> eat it. Yeah, until the end of time. <laughs> anyway, I ended up leaving this like super tight squeezing bandage on for like four or five extra days. And oh that, no! And that, and that caused, that caused a blood clot. And it, like, yeah. so basically, it was just an immense pain. That like, what do they? How do they deal with it? Yeah. So we were on the road with the band. This is like 2012. We were on a tour from PEI to Toronto, doing you know seven or eight shows. And I'm just like, man, what is this feeling? It feels like a tennis ball is like inside my leg, and Fuck. I'm like going to get massages and I'm taking hot baths and I'm like self-massaging in the car and like the guys are just chirping the fuck out of me because they're like, what is going on with you, old man? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. And, it's, old, uh, it's old woman to you? Old, old pregnant woman? woman? And I'm expecting <laughs> twins. <laughs> anyway, uh, we get to Toronto and it's like show six of the tour and it's like killing me and I'm going to massage therapist like every day trying to get this like I think it's just like you know a muscle spasm yeah. or a tightness or something finally we're in Montreal and I'm like this is this is just crazy town and I go to the Montreal General and they do a scope and um, you know just like they would like with an expectant mother actually uh, <laughs> you know they gel you and they put like this little scope over the leg and they're like yep there's a clot in there and it was like you know the size of like a golf ball like behind my knee. My God. Much. Yeah. And do they, yeah. is that, is that, did, is there a surgery to get rid of that? No. Uh, they give you blood thinners. They give you blood thinners. Uh, so I took blood thinners, uh, f- like rat poison. Warfarin. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Whoa. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I took warfarin for like three years. Yeah. And We've got some warfarin out in the shed. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, because yeah, we, we live in Halifax. Yeah. yeah. And there's rats in every oh, because it's single rat building. Yeah, it's rat poison. Yeah, yeah, we use it yeah. for rats. I was like, why? Do you have a private stash that you're selling or something? Or <laughs> no, no. no. Yeah, I, mean, I don't use it. We just, It's just out there. I think like the last homeowners had it out in their shed. Yeah, and it's just a just a bit of trivia that warfarin you know, thins the blood in humans and uh, and kills rats. But uh, So I ended up taking this for like three years, getting my blood. Three years? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Well, that's a long time to be on blood thinners. Yeah, because uh, this clot was a big one, and they were quite concerned about it. And it, they sort of dialed back how often I had to take <coughs> it, and uh, I had to get my like finger pricked. Um, I think diabetics probably do something similar yeah. to that little yeah. test and yeah. to check the density of your blood um, to make sure it was at a good level. And um, I no longer take it because your body just eventually um, eats up this clot and breaks it down. Oh, easy! And, and, so and then you're just back to normal. Back to normal. I had a scope a couple years later, and it was like you know the size of like a little dice or something. And uh, and then now it's gone. And for over that period of time, did it just did, did the pain that it caused you just get smaller and smaller? And did it, but and it was always painful, or 
did the pain go away the, after the, the pain? The pain, the pain did the... go away, and um, being on warfarin um, and you know taking just some over the counter stuff to deal with like, a bit of pain around that time, mm-hmm. the, the pain dissipated uh, quickly. Thankfully, right um, to everybody who sent in the feedback about the over the counter thing, we got it. And we, and, Brian, jo- and Brian, Jeremy was right. Brian and I were wrong. Jeremy was right. And Jeremy was right. I knew what it meant. Um, oh, just saying. Okay. The the uh, I'm curious, uh, Fraser, about like tr- you're talking about going <coughs> and playing shows and traveling around and, and doing all these things. Um, I'm wondering if if like in addition to the the time that you just mentioned, has there been any other challenges or problems with with um, your like chronic edema and and the venous stuff? Yeah, uh, like that has caused more problems on the road with 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 the band. Um, like if I get a cut or something, and there's a lot of fear. Like I'm like, oh shit, I might get cellulitis. So mm. it you know it's red alert pretty fast. I remember being in a hotel one night, and you know we're all having some drinks, and you know I like cut my finger on a. After you trashing know. the uh, through the TV <laughs> yeah, at the yeah, wall, yeah, yeah. yeah, raccoon bandits hardcore. We are yeah. we are crazy. Guys yeah. get fucked up, you know, and just just that kind of stuff. Um, so it doesn't a lot have to be on your leg. To be honest, uh, no, like you can you can get cellulitis, um, you know, all over your your body. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I was thinking you had like it had to be cut on the leg uh, or like below the belt. No, if, if it gets into your. Um, your bloodstream. I mean, my legs are the are the point, the, the you know the the worst point. But well, I guess yeah. It's like you get the cut in your arm. The blood that, from that spot is going to eventually be pumped down to the legs, and then that's where it's just going to chill yeah. out a little too long. And sometimes, uh, like I've, okay. I've, I've, I, as I said, I had I've had this seven or eight times, and I I honestly a couple I'd say half of those times haven't known where it what the point from. of entry was yeah. or whatever. I'm just mm-hmm. like fuck, I got to deal with this again. What about like yeah. like can you get it from? This might sound so silly, but like can you get it like sexually? Can you um, like, is there a risk, like, in in engaging in sexual activity with other people, and like, no, no uh, I, I've I've never read or okay. heard anything okay, like yeah. that. No, how, how has it? Uh, how has this whole thing affected relationships, or has it? Yeah, it's it's a great question. Um, I mean, I, I think there's always a point with anyone that I've been in a serious relationship where I'm like, hey, look, uh, I just want to tell you about some stuff uh, before you know. You know, if you're like before you take my shoes off, start sucking my toes. (laughs) I'm like, you know, there is in the big toes anticlimactic moment of like, hold on, will I take off my stockings? (laughs) Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Whips across the room. (laughs) Like I usually make love with my socks on. Also, my socks are made of neoprene (laughs) and they cover half my legs. (laughs) Do you have an hour and forty five minutes for a story? (laughs) Let me just play the song. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't think it's been a big barrier, um, but, you know, it does take like, you know, there, there, there is a bit of that, like, Hey, I just want you to understand this. Um, and just some self-awareness on my part, that kind of thing. Well, before we wrap it up, a a question that we, we tend to ask a lot of our guests that come through the door is what would you say all of this, uh, out of all of this experience, what would you say is the, the biggest thing that it's taken away from you? Oh man. Um, I mean, I still live a live a really great active life. I play music. I I you know do theater. I play soccer. I, I run. I swim. I do all these things. Um, I just think it's it's been exhausting, and it seems a lot of it. Um, this a lot of the same mistakes have happened a few times. Um, a lot of these things I feel like could have been avoided had I been um, had I had information explained more clearly, or. Right. Um, 
you know, had better time with specialists, with basic doctors for more questions. Um, I think it's, it's slowed me down at times. Like there's been times where I've had to cancel tons of shows. I've missed weeks of work. I've like, you know, dropped out of trips, you know, so maybe it keeps me a little closer, a little more cautious than the life I'd like to be living sometimes. But anyone who knows me knows that I live a crazy busy life and I I get after it, you know, um, I think it's just been frustrating and at times exhausting on, you know, my friends and my family. And, uh, I wish I'd slowed down in my, you know, early twenties and really researched it mm-hmm. and, and embraced it as opposed to just the arrogance of like, ah, whatever, this will figure itself out. Or like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a strong young guy. I can, I can do whatever. So I think, um, before you ask that second question, Jerry, like, uh, I think that's a really interesting point and not something that we hear often is like that importance of like embracing it at, at a, a young enough age that you can yeah. you know actually have an impact on 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 whatever you're dealing with as it as it evolves through your life yeah um, but it also r- makes me think like this is a hereditary t- illness and and I'm curious to know um if this comes up in your thoughts when you think about your future and if you're going to have kids and like, is, is there a chance that you could pass this on to? Absolutely. Someone? Yeah. Um, I mean, my brother and sister didn't get any of this stuff. Um, you know, and, and, and I did, and my mother had, um, none of these complications that I've been talking about. Um, I would hate for my little son or daughter to, to experience these things, but I guess I'm like a light, uh, uh, knowledge base in all of this stuff. If, if that were ever to befall one of my kids, at least I would have some understanding of what's going on, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. be able to guide them through and hopefully like, you know, get after it a lot sooner than, than I did, you know. Or just chop their legs off, give them prosthetics right off the bat and they'll be like, this is the only normal I know. Yeah. Cybernetics. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's going to be like 2040. So yeah, yeah, I'm cashing my legs in when I'm 42. <laughs> That's right. Dude, yeah. in 2045, we all live in a virtual world, world anyway. So yeah. Yeah, uh, like those it's called yeah. the Oasis. Pod people in Wally. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. is crazy. This just, just popped up in my mind. What do you think happened to Brandon's leg? Uh, like, what did they do with it? Yeah. When, did uh, they bury, like Would they bury that with them? I don't know. I think it was on. Or would um, they like, give I, it, would, like donate it? I think it was specially made for Taylor tailored to him, right? Right, yeah. right. It would have to be pretty. And I also think fix. that the surgery that he had is not super common. Right. So Oh yeah, right. The Van Ness, yeah. For, for it was made for his foot to like slip into it. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh what would you say is the biggest thing that all of this has given you? Who? <clears throat> um I I guess in recent years I've forced myself to slow down a little bit. Like, you know, naturally a big part about being in bands and and doing shows and being on the road is like a pretty boozy lifestyle, pretty late night culture. And that only exacerbated these problems, you know, killing your immune system, getting not enough rest, ripping around the country, um, you know, smoking too much. Uh, So if anything, this is like taught me to get away from that stuff. And, you know, I got into yoga as a result. Hot yoga has been a a, a great um, gift in terms of preventing this being a sort of natural diuretic to to get liquid out of your body and also to teach me how to move my body better mm-hmm. um so yeah i guess it's uh it's it's brought a lot of things but in particularly the last uh, since that awful night the twist in the wind night that the song is inspired by uh, i've sort of tried to get 
get a hold of my shit and sort of put my house in order. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. 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 Well, dude, this was, uh, this, this went exactly as I thought it would. Cool. Just a fucking perfect little conversation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm, I, I've always really appreciated chats with you and, and, uh, and yeah, I just, this was, this was fucking great. Look, thanks so much. I, I, I said to my partner today that this is, this is a really great thing to get to do. And I, I, I think it's really great for anyone who gets to talk about, uh, really hardships in their life and, mm-hmm. and forces you to do a little bit more thinking about it. And I think it's super therapeutic to, to get things off your chest in any avenue. So yeah. I just want to thank you guys. Hey, yeah, thank, you. thank you. And yeah. listen, before we, before we throw it to, uh, back to twist in the wind, um, to, to sort of play us out. Um, do you guys have any shows coming up or like, or I guess, I mean, when this is coming out in, uh, like four, four or five weeks from now, okay, you got so, any, like anything coming up in the fall? Uh, we are, we will have just wrapped, uh, uh, a, a bunch of shows that are sort of coming up. Uh, so it, the fall is looking more like writing, recording. Um, okay. It's our tenth anniversary this year as Raccoon Bandit. Uh, Fuck yeah! yeah Keep so your we, eyes out. You can check out uh, Raccoon Bandit on iTunes, on Spotify, all that shit. Yeah, a couple of new songs just came out uh, for our tenth anniversary in in July, so people can check those out on all those avenues. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean, just really, really, really solid music. Uh, if you're on a road trip, it's just like very crushable albums, and uh, I'm a big fan. Thank you so much, Fraser. Hey guys. Mm. Much thanks. Yeah, thank you. And thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week with another fantastic episode, as always. Uh, In the meantime, head on over to Apple Podcasts, uh, leave us a rating, a review, and hit the subscribe button. Uh, We are actually today, as of this morning, when we recorded this, um, August 20th, 2018, we were number five on the comedy charts. It's pretty fucking cool, man. You know, it's uh, three years strong. And the reason why is because of people like you. So uh, thank you for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. And if you want to support us uh, financially, um, that would be a huge help. Uh, You can do that. You can go over to patreon.com slash sickboy. And you guys are huge, huge helps to everything that we do. Going to do other shows in other cities, play live shows, reach new audiences, uh, and just like make the show. So, really, you guys are making the wheels turn. So, thank you to anybody who has supported us. Or if you're thinking about supporting us, you can go to patreon.com slash sickboy and do that. And, uh, and uh, as always, thank you to our lovely PEI friend, Donovan. Uh, who's also an islander and an amazing sound designer as he does the sound design on this show. Um, Donovan, I want to give you a huge shout out right now. Thanks for throwing in the diss horn right there. Um, you're the man and I love you and we love you and we're so thankful for the work that you've done. And uh, this is a, a sweet little track by Raccoon Bandit coming in, at, coming in hot right now. Well, before we do that, let's just say one more thing, which is that is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy. And this is A Sick Boy. Wait till you hear this. I've got a story for you. The day there was a clear mist. It all came in and took me home. Wait till you hear this. I gave it a good college try 
day it was a clear myth When boiled blood and injury Knocked me from the wellness tree Into the wind So wait till you hear this Sit with me, I'll talk a while There was a clear myth I struck a match and pulled the bell Ran the streets I know so well Possessed by what I don't quite know It's just a line to tell and show To the wind For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.